We have been discussing the din of kibud avayim. Today we will discuss kibud of people who are relatives, but not necessarily avayim. The Gemara in Ksubis Tafkuf Aleph says that we explain the pasuk kabedas avicha veasimecha to include other people as well. There seem to be uh, too many words, uh, the extra s, the extra vav. So the Gemara explains each one. And the Gemara says that Kabeda Savicha implies your father's wife, Kabeda Simecha implies your mother's husband, and will go on to others afterwards. Now, this halacha of, an, of honoring a stepfather, a stepmother, let's go first. Kabeda Savicha, honor your father and honor his wife as well. This halacha certainly could be interpreted as not a direct halacha that you should honor your stepmother, but you should honor the, the woman who is married to your husband. The practical difference would be, of course, would this halacha apply if the husband, if your father is no longer alive and your stepmother is now his widow? Would there be a, any reason at all to honor her? She is your stepmother. Now, the Gemara there is relating seemingly to that case exactly. Because the Gemara mentions that when Rebbe was about to pass away, he said, Be careful about the din of kavod for your mother. Now, the Gemara asks, It's Daraisa. Why would Rebbe have to admonish his children or tell them to be careful of a mitzvah that's daraisa? So the Gemara answers, Now, the simple meaning of the Gemara could be that there's no biblical law to honor your stepmother after your father passed away, but after Ptira, there may be a chiyuv to Rabbanan. And maybe that's what Rebbe said. Maybe Rebbe said, because it's Rabbanan. Let's go over the Gemara again. The Gemara said, why would Rebbe say, it's a mitzvah daraisa? And the Gemara says, no, it's talking lachamavis. So you see, lachamavis, there's no mitzvah daraisa at all. But what we should see, is there any halacha at all? After Ptira, after you, the, the father has passed away, is there any halacha at all? Now, you could say that it's only considered here Amidas Chasidus. It's a good idea to do it. The Rambam in Hilchas Mamrim says clearly, Chayav Adam Aviv, Imo, Aviv Kayam, Kvod Aviv. The Rambam said very, very explicitly and very clearly, this halacha only applies as long as your father is alive, because he says this is halacha of kvod aviv. Part of kvod aviv is to respect his wife. The Rambam does not hint at all of that even maves there might even be a chiv drabanan. There seems to be no chiv at all. In the tour in Simon Reishmem, Yaradea Simon Reishmem. The, the tour says, 
Chayef Adam Lechabed is Eishes Aviv Kozman Shaviv Kayam, exactly like the Rambam did. But then the Rambam, the, the tour added, Avalacha Misa, Eino Chayav Bechvodam. Mikomakam Mitzvah Lechabdam Af Lachamisa. Now, the words Mitzvah Lechabdam Lachamisa might even imply that it's a Mitzvah the Rabbanan. Or it may mean not even a mitzvah the Rabbanan, but it's a very nice idea, but it's not a chiyuv. The source for this halacha would seem to be from our Gemara. Rebbe adjured his, his children to be careful of the covet of their stepmother. So seemingly it could be even a mitzvah the Rabbanan, or certainly it's a proper thing to do. In the Shulchan Aruch, the words are a little different. The words are mitamakam davarhagun lechabdam aflachamisa. He doesn't say you're required at all. He says davarhagun. Whereas the Torah used the words that it's a mitzvah lechabdam. So Shulchan Aruch did not use the words mitzvah. It just said davarhagun lechabdam. So it very well could mean that he thinks that it's not a drabanan, and maybe the Torah did think it's a drabanan, but. It's not clear really what the Torah thought, but it is clear that the Shulchan Aruch thinks that it's not a mitzvah, but it's a davar hagun. If we understand that a stepmother is someone who invested time and effort in raising children, if she really helped to bring up these children, so it seems obvious that it's a davar hagun lechabdam, not just because of the biblical requirements or the rabbinic requirements of your father's wife, but simply as a, an expression of Hakaras Hatov, if we learned that the whole din of Kibbut Avraim really might be based on the concept of Priyaschov, we quoted that Yerushalmi in Peya, that said Kibbut Avraim is Priyaschov, so the Priyaschov, it seems, should apply to someone who took the place of your mother. Of course, according to this, there w- would be a distinction in what kind of a stepmother. Let's say a person is 40 years old, and his father is 70, and he remarried, so that stepmother did not bring up the children. So, in that case, the, the Priyaschov would not apply. With the scenario that I portrayed is when the father remarried at a fairly young age, and the children were still living at home, and the stepmother took care of them. In such a case, I would understand that there, there certainly should be an obligation, not necessarily a technical ad- Halacha of Kibbut Avraim, but certainly should be a concept of Priyaschov, and certainly an a, a example of Hakaras Hatov. The same halacha that we learned about honoring a stepmother obviously would apply to a stepfather as well. And again, we'll go back to that Gemara in Ksubis Tavkuf Gimel, and where the Gemara says it clearly. The Gemara says there's a chiyuf to be mechabed your step father as well. Also from the Pasuk, it's Eishe Savicha. From the word Ima, we learn that your mother's husband. So, again, the exact same questions that we asked before would apply here. Does it apply to Acham is, is there a Chiyav Mitzvah Rabbanan? Is it a, a concept of Hakara Satov? But there is one interesting point that makes the, this issue a little different than the first case. In the first case, we talked about your father's wife. If your father's wife and your father ask for something at the same time, 
So Kibbut Av takes precedence over Kibbut Aim. Like in any case of Kibbut Av and Kibbut Aim, we saw when there's a conflict between them, so Kibbut Av comes before Kibbut Aim. In the case of a stepmother, it's obviously true. Since Kibbut Av is really certainly dominant even over your mother, it's certainly dominant over your stepmother. But here the question is reversed. If your father and your mother ask for something at the same time, so the halachi is that you're supposed to give to your father first. Gemara and Kedushin, we discussed it before. What would happen if your mother asked for something and your stepfather asked for something at the same time? Now, in one respect, you have to honor your stepfather because he's the husband of your mother. Which comes first? According to the pure reasoning of the Gemara, the Gemara said that a woman who asks for something at the same time as her husband, you should give to the husband first because she's also involved in kavod for her husband. So this might apply even in the case of a stepfather. It would be very ironic that it would be more important or takes precedence to honor your stepfather over your mother herself. The Minchas Chinuch in Mitzvah Lamed Gimel rejected such an approach completely. He said, it is true that when the father and the mother, when their wishes clash, the child should treat his father before his mother, but that's because there's a basic assumption. Kibbut Av and Kibbut Aim are identical. We pointed out that if there's no clash between them, it's not that there's a different level to Kibbut Aim than Kibbut Av. They're both identical. Just when there is a conflict, we have to take a position, so we took one position. But if that does not exist, if the clash does not exist, they're exactly in the same level. In this particular case, the father is your stepfather. Your mother is really your mother. There, your mother certainly is chayev on a higher level than your stepfather. Your stepfather is not chayev, you're not chayev in kabot to your stepfather per se. You're chayev to your stepfather because he's married to your mother. So therefore, in this case, the Menachach said, if there would be a clash, the, the mother would come first. The other case that we uh, were discussing about honoring your stepfather after death would probably be the same as we learned and with the honor of your stepmother. The only difference is the case of your stepmother, why have that Gemara, that Rebbe told people to be careful of the of the covet of their stepmother. We do not have such a Gemara, at least I'm not aware of such a Gemara in regard to a stepfather. And therefore, it would be difficult to say that it's a real mitzvah, the Rabbanan. But if you would learn it's exactly the same as a stepmother, then the way we explain the tour, mitzvah lechabdam, Right, might imply some sort of a mitzvah the Rabbanan, but nevertheless it would seem more logical to learn, like the Torah did, that it's a Dover Hagun. It would be a proper thing to respect your stepfather even after your mother has passed away, but not because of it. it's a Chiyav Daraisa or a Chiyav Rabbanan. It's just a Midah Tova, a very fine characteristic, and we pointed out there might be a distinction in the case where your stepfather indeed helped raise you, or in a case where uh, he married your mother at a later age, when you were no longer living at home. The other uh, people who are involved in Kavod are, for example, a Ochiv Hagadol. Now, the Gemara 
and Ksubis in the same page. The Gemara says, The Vav Yaseira L'Rabbos HaSachicha Hagadol. The extra Vav, Kabedes Habicha Ve'esimecha, come to include your older brother. Now, the Rambam that we quoted before continues to say, we will start with it from the very beginning. Halacha Tazvav again, Parag Vav. Chayav Adam Lechabedes Eishas Aviv Afapisha Eino Imo Kozman Shaviv Kayem Shazeb Bichlal Kvod Aviv. Vechein Mechabed Baal Imo Kozman Shimo Kayemes. Havalacha Misasa Eina Chayav. Umidivay Selfrim. Shayia Adam Chayav Bichvod Achiv Hagadol Kichvod Aviv. Now, the Ramams adds a third person, but he changes the formula. He, first of all, he says, He doesn't mention that phrase in connection with your stepfather or stepmother. Secondly, he says that you have to give kavod to your older brother as you do kavod to your father. But he doesn't say that is <coughs> only as long as your father is alive. It would seem to be that the Ramam thinks that this halacha of kibbutz ach applies even after your father has passed away. But the Ramam calls it midivrei sofrim. Now we know that the words midivrei sofrim and the Rambam are very, very problematic. The Rambam, books have been written about the phrase midivrei sofrim and the Rambam. The different theories as what the Rambam meant midivrei sofrim range from the fact that it's a Doraisa, complete Doraisa with all the laws of the Torah, to the fact that it's the Rabbanan. And it might be true that the Ramam uses the phrase in different meanings in different places. But it is noteworthy here that he says it's Midivri Sofim. The Rambam in the Sefer HaMitzvah in Sharish Beis is the place where he explained his theory of Midivri Sofim. And it's famous that he said the a mitzvah that's learned me, the Sofrim is not counted in the Minyan mitzvahs. And the Rambam gives examples, arguing with the Bahag, that mitzvahs that are derived from the Sofrim should not be considered as mitzvahs. In Shoish Aleph, the Rambam had said that any mitzvah which is Rabbanan should not be counted. And he thought the, Ra- the Bahag did quote mitzvahs to Rabbanan. Here, the point is that something that's learned midivrei selfim is like a Rabbanan, or it seems it's like a Rabbanan, and therefore it should not be counted. The Ramban is very, very emphatic in his disagreement of this Shoresh. In fact, it's interesting for the interested person to read the Ramban on this Shoresh, on Shoresh Beis, has many, many different arguments against the Ramban, but it's interesting to note that at the very end of Shoresh Beis, the Ramban, as it were, gives an approbation, a haskama for the Sefer. And he says something to the fre- to the effect that this Sefer, it's such a beautiful, lovely book. The whole Sefer HaMitzvah, the Ramban here says, is a wonderful, wonderful Sefer. Except, except for this principle of Shorish base, which the Ramban says is terrible and very, very dangerous to the person who learns and it should be forgotten and never mentioned again. The Ramban is really, really opposed to Shorish Beis. But in his argument in Shorish Beis, the Rambam says the mitzvah that learns midivrei selfim is not counted. Is not to be counted minyan mitzvahs. 
And the Bahag did. So the Rambam lists a number of questions that he asked against the Bahag. And one of them is, it, since he counted me different self for him, why didn't he count the mitzvah honoring your older brother? If he would be consistent and co- and, and really count every mitzvah he learned, me different him, he should count the mitzvah of honoring your older brother. There's a separate mitzvah to honor your father, your mother, and there should be another mitzvah to honor your older bro- brother. We once mentioned that even in honoring your father and your mother, there are questions why it's really listed as one mitzvah. Maybe there should be two mitzvahs, one honoring your father and one honoring your mother. But, assume, even assuming that it's one mitzvah, honoring your father and your mother, the Ramam says, since the mitzvah we did very self-frame is to honor your step, you're to honor your older brother, you should have counted that in the minyan mitzvahs. The Ramban, in comment on Sefer mitzvahs, in Hasa, in Onat Shorish, in Shorish base, the Ramban says, there is no reason to count the mitzvah of honoring your older brother. Even if I would count me different self, even if I think me different self as a real daraisa. And therefore, it, in a way, it should be considered a separate mitzvah. But the Ramban says, kibbut ach is not a separate mitzvah. Whether it's daraisa, the Rabbanon, or learn me different self is irrelevant. It's not a separate mitzvah. What is it? The Ramban says it's part of the mitzvah of honoring your, 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 your parents, of honoring your older, your, your father. Kabed es avicha ve'esimecha, as the Gemara in Ksubis explains, includes your older brother. The reason for that, Ramban explains, is because parents are interested in having their oldest child respected and obeyed. A father sees himself as a, he sees his son as a continuation of himself, and therefore he wants his children to be well respected. In the scenario that we can imagine that parents leave the house and ask the oldest child to take care of the family, so certainly they would want everybody to pay the proper respect and listen to the older siblings. So in that respect, the Ramban says that mitzvah is part of kibbutz. So it seems here we have a tremendous machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban. Not only about what they are arguing, should you count it as a mitzvah or not, but the underlying assumption is that the Rambam said it should have been counted. Apparently the Rambam thinks it's a separate mitzvah to honor your older brother. There's a mitzvah per se, not because it's part of Kibbut Av. It's a mitzvah per se. And therefore, theoretically, if you would count me different self, you should count this mitzvah as well. The Ramban, on the other hand, thinks that it might be Midi which is Doraisa, the Ramban thinks it's certainly Doraisa, but it should be counted, it should not be counted, because it's not an inherent mitzvah per se, it's a mitzvah that's dependent upon Kibbutz. Now, this fits in very well with what we saw in the Ramban, in Hilchus Mamrim. In Hilchus Mamrim, the Ramban said, you have to honor your stepfather as long as your mother's alive, you have to honor your stepmother as long as your father's alive, and then he added, Midi Selfrim. You should honor your older brother. It didn't say It didn't say only as long as your father still is is alive. It seems the Ram thinks it's a separate mitzvah to honor your older brother. Whereas the Ramban would say it's part and uh, parcel of the mitzvah of kibbutz. Of course, the practical difference would be with this apply after the death of your father. 
But there are many, many other nafkeminas, there are many other possible differences between the Rambam and the Ramban. For example, what would happen if the father said, I don't want you to honor the older brother? According to the Rambam, the, the father is not part of the story. The father is just the father. He can maybe mochel his own kavod, but he can't be mochel the kavod of, of someone else. And if it's an independent halacha to honor your step, to, to honor your older brother, then the father cannot be mochel that. Or what would happen if the child himself is mochel? The son is mochel. It might very well be that he can't be mochel if it's halacha in kiburav. He can't be mochel his father's kavod, and this is part of his father's kavod. The real question would then come up, the way I explained the mitzvah of Kibbut Achiv, would it really refer only to Achiv Hagadol, or would it refer to all the brothers? This question is a famous question that's been discussed by Achor. The Chida in Birche Yosef, and some of the sources that I'm using, I took from that sefer that I've been mentioning, that I've mentioned a few times, the Yalkut Yosef, on Hilchas Kibbut Avleim. The Birche Yosef in the Chida says, Chayef lechabed lechol echav ha-gadolim imenu ha-zacharim vanakevos. He says you have to respect your older brothers and your older sisters. All of them. So, once he said that, I would have assumed that the reason is because parents are interested in having the older children take care of the younger children. And the younger children, therefore, should be obedient and respect their older siblings. But then the Chidah goes on, But this would be true even if the parents passed away. That, to me, seems very strange. That there's a mitzvah which would seem independent of your parents to honor your older brothers, older sisters, and honor all of them. Where would you get that from? I could have argued this only refers to the older brother, because the Bukhar has a special significance in halacha. Rav Hutner once pointed out that in the num- numerical system that we have, which is based on 1, 10, and 100, there's, there's, there's single digits, there's double digits, and triple digits, so the second of the single digits is 2, the second of the double digits is 20, and the second of, of the three digits is 200. 2, 20, and 200 are the numerical letters Bez, Chaf, Reish. Bez is 2, Chaf is 20, and Reish is 200. Bechor is like a second, a second level of originality. The Aleph, the Yud, Nekuf are really the first, but the Bukhar is the second in existence, and therefore the father looks at the Bukhar as what made him into a father, what created a situation where he has a son who steps in his feet, who, in, into his shoes, steps into his shoes as, as the Bukhar. I could have argued this only halacha, halacha only applies to the, to the older brother. And many achronim really uh, discuss and argue with this chida. But, as I said, it's a, the chida is clear in what he said, and there's a discussion about this in many achronim. The other question that we just raised, would this apply to your sister as well? It could be, we're talking about either the older or oldest sister, 
or all the older sisters. And it's interesting that remember that Miriam was the older sister of Moshe Rabbeinu. The Rambam in Hilchos Tumas Tzoras, in the end of the laws of Tumas Tzoras, where the Rambam sometimes waxes eloquent about the nature, in an agadic vein, the Rambam very often, at the end of a section in Mishnah Torah, discusses uh, some agadic issue, the Rambam says, and he mentions in connection with the, with the problem that Miriam spoke against Moshe. So he said when Miriam was older and, and she raised him. Some people have tried to infer from this Rambam that there is an idea that Moshe should respect his older sister. Since she was her, his older sister, and also she helped raise him. So we talked about if an older sister would help to raise you, that would luchora, not be different than a stepfather who tried to raise you, or, or helped in raising you. But the source that we will discuss is a shoot of the Shvus Yaakov. And he says, he was asked, is there a din of covet for an older sister? And he said in a very strong manner, Lo yadati eich ola al datcha lohosif ala mitzvah daraisad rabbana on davar shaluzka klabashas. How could you possibly imagine that there would be such a chiyuv when it's not mentioned any place in, in Shas? For lo b'shum posek mishanachron, I've not found anyone who discussed it. So he said he doesn't imagine how anybody could have even suggested such a possibility. It's very clear that there's no chiv of kavo to your older sister. He said perhaps, the Shavos Yaakov said, perhaps people would think there should be a, a din of achos of your older sister, because it says in the Torah when Lavan accosted Rachel and Leah when he caught up to them, and you ask them why they ran away. So it says, Vatan Rachel Rachel and Leah answered. Now it seems that Rachel answered before. Even though Leah was older, it says, Vatan Rachel So the Medrash says, Why was it that Rachel died before Leah? If we remember the Ramban that said that uh, Yaakov was married to two sisters, and one of them had to die when they came into Eretz Yisrael, because Yaakov only married two sisters in Chutzlaretz. And once they came into Eretz Yisrael, he, did not, he was not going to come in with two wives. So it was somehow Menashemayim that one had to die. Which one? So Rachel died. The reason Rachel died is explained in different Midrashim why Rachel died first. But here it says, Lama Mesa Rachel Tchila, so the Medrash says, Mipnei Shedibra Bifnei Achosa. Because she spoke first. It seems that Rachel should not have spoken first. Rachel should have let Leah speak as Rachel herself was chayev and kavod of her older sister. 
So Shavuos Yaakov rejects that. He says, look, first of all, it's an Agada. We don't bring a Raya Halacha from Agada. And secondly, all we can learn from there is what's proper, what's not proper, but we can learn that there's a real, real Halacha from it. So there is no source, says the Shavuos Yaakov, that there's a real din of Kavod. It's not mentioned at all in Shas. People have pointed out that there does seem to be such a Gemara in Shas. In Avodah Zarah, Dafyud the Gemara says when, when Ula used to come up for the base Medrash, he would kiss his sisters on her hands. Rashi said, so when you, the, the custom when you leave the shul is that you give a kiss to your father, to your mother, and to those that are greater than you. And it seems to be a sign of kavod. That would seem to hint that there's a din of kavod with your older sister at all. And then, of course, we go back to ask, is it true for just your one older sister or all the older sisters? As I said, this became a, a topic of controversy. The Shvos uh, says clearly there's no kavod achos agadola, and other achronim argue with him. The real question that always bothered me is, the Rambam does say clearly there's a din of kavod. For your older brother, that's... Definitely true. Whether it includes the older brothers, includes the older sister, is a moot question discussed by Achronin. But what is the law of Kibbut Ach? What do you have to do? For Kibbut Av, we've tried to see what the definition, what's the halakhic definition of Kibbut Av. So we saw the Gemara, it said that the basic definition is machilo, mashkeu, machniso, motzio, personal service you do for your father. The assumption also is that your father obviously is quite older than you. And therefore, certainly at certain times in life, they need help. And to do personal service for them would be uh, fitting and proper. And even in the case where they're younger and don't need help, but nevertheless, there would be a sign of respect. We also learned halachas, like not um, the laws of Mora that apply to your father. But we learned, for example, that you shouldn't call your parents by their name you should um, always uh, mention them first, and many other halachas that we've been discussing for a long time. So this, is this really what Kibbut Ach would also mean? Would there really be a halach of machilo, mashkeu, machnisa, motzio? It seems to me rather far-fetched to say so. But I have not seen this discussed in Svarim, but my feeling would be that the kind of kavod that you have to give your older brother, or perhaps your older siblings as well, as well according to the uh, according to the chida, would be more a question of listening to their uh, to their uh, guidance, especially in cases where your parents aren't there. As I said before, to me that would seem the most logical scenario, where your father has. Uh, gone away, the mother's gone away, and they somehow put the older children in, in charge. They're responsible. So therefore, the mitzvah would be more to listen to them than to really serve them. Again, I say I, I don't know of sources of, to dis- discuss exactly the decise, precise definition of kibbutz. If anyone has a source, it would be, uh, I'd be very grateful if you would tell me what is kibbutz. But the bottom line, of course, is that Kibbut Ach is learned midivrei sofim. The Ramban says that means it's Torah. So maybe the Ramam also thinks it's Torah. So he just he thinks it's not going to be counted in the Minyan mitzvahs because it's learned midivrei sofim. 
But it's certainly a mitzvah daraisa. Whether this applies to other siblings, older siblings, or sisters, is a machlokas in the acronym.